0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air.
1: I'm Elaine Chaum say college or university in the same breath as community, and most think about students. Yet faculty who teach those students, folks who are scholars and also just regular people too, just as often arrive on campus new to a given institution or area. So their need and desire for meaningful community is just as strong as undergrads and grad students. And it could be said it's stronger because faculty don't go to school to earn a degree, they're there to build a career and a life. One approach to attracting and retaining talent in higher ed is a practice of hiring uh, called cluster hiring. And in 2022, the short documentary film, Cluster Luck, uh, explains what that is. An assistant Professor Candace N. Hall. A cluster hire is when
0: there's an intentional search and multiple faculty are hired at the same time. Usually it's around um, like some shared identities or shared research interests that they'll bring in a group of faculty to work on a particular project or to do a particular thing. Um, Charisse and I were hired in the same year, and we were a part of a cluster hire for the school of the School of Education, Health and Human Behavior.
1: In addition to teaching as a professor professor in educational leadership at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville, Candice Hall is the producer of Cluster Luck, and we're happy to have her in the studio to talk about it. Candace, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Now, talk to us first about the title of this short documentary. Who chose it, and what does it mean?
0: Yeah, so it actually came to me the night before we started filming. Um, I'd been going back and forth with trying to decide what I would name this thing, this, this project that I um, started because it was really the thing that kept me up at night. Um, I felt like it was important for people to see the community we've been able to build. And so um, I thought about the cluster, um, which is how it started with the cluster hire Dean initiated. And I was like cluster, cluster, and cluster, mm-hmm. word I won't say on air, came to mind and I thought about well, it could have it could have ended up just okay or really bad. But luckily, we were able to build community, foster community with one another. And so I ran it past the director um who was like, "Yes, I think we should go with that cluster look. I was like, I don't know if people understand it. She's like, yes, it's it's
1: it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> it's um, what it makes you think about, I think, also gets at what it could have Mm -hmm, been mm -hmm. right now this format which is a a short film Mm -hmm. why did you decide to share the story in this way instead of a paper which more along the lines of what academics do or a report
0: yeah so um, you're right most most academics have encouraged me to write about this because it rarely happens that you have um, such a critical mass of black faculty in a department. And so for me, it was important that people be able to see the community, because in my mind I felt like if people are able to see the vibe, I like to use the word vibe, um, the vibe that we've kind of created with one another, I'd hope that they'd be able to feel the sense of community. And I wasn't sure I would be able to get that across in a paper alone. Mm -hmm. And so I thought it would be much more powerful to have it visually displayed. And so I started down this journey of trying to pursue creating a documentary.
1: Mm -hmm. And the audiences that you were thinking about for this documentary, who were those primary audiences?
0: Yeah, primarily I was thinking about sharing it in the conference space. So each November I attend a conference called the Association for the Study of Higher Ed. And so I thought, you know, maybe this could be played there. Um, I'd submit it there as a project and see what happens. But overall, initially when I started this journey, um, I wanted to do it just just to do it um you know i wanted to document it in a way to show that this happened that once upon a time there was a community of black faculty in this department at this institution and we were able to create um something wonderful we were able to create a vibe and how that played out in us supporting
1: our students and supporting one another so this is a documentary that was produced in 2022 is that correct? So we started filming, yes, in okay. 2022. So have you, you've not yet had the opportunity to present this at conference?
0: So I actually presented for the first time um, in Las Vegas in November at the conference I was speaking about, the Association for the Study of Higher Education.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And um, I was going back and forth about if I wanted to screen it or if I just wanted to talk about it, and I was encouraged to screen it. And I'm glad that I did. Um, So as I said, when I started this project, I started for me, um, something that was on my heart to do, but I had no idea the impact it would have on other people, Mm -hmm. Um, and so to see how people responded to it and how people want to engage with it um, has been, like, I'm fighting back tears now uh, because it, it just means so much to me. And I want to be a part of creating a narrative that shows that black faculty can have good experiences in the academy and that we should be investing in that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, the, the reception um, that the, the documentary has had is there anyone that is outside, sort of that imagined audience that you initially were thinking about, that has shown interest in the documentary or its subject matter, um, maybe in a way that you like did not expect?
0: Yeah. Um, so I think students on campus have been excited um, to see that. Um, they, could, they too could become faculty one day. Um, my family, who arguably probably don't really know what I actually do, uh-huh. <laughs> to be able to see it and, and respond to it. Um, and really like my children to be able to say like, oh, like we saw you when you had this idea and now we see it come into life, and now we see that other people care about it too, and it's been a cool journey for them to be on alongside me to Mm -hmm. be able to see like, oh, I can conceptualize a thing and then actually
1: see it through, Um, and my mom is an example of that. Okay, so does this mean that this project has been kind of a sibling to your children?
0: (laughs) Yes, I think it has been. it's been a sibling it's been a family member um it is this community is something that is very dear to my family um because The pandemic was hard for a lot of people, and I tell, um, I call on my crew all the time, I wouldn't have survived the pandemic without this
1: community. Mm -hmm. We're speaking with Candace Hall. She's Assistant Professor in Educational Leadership at Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, and the producer of Cluster Luck, which is a short documentary film about the practice of cluster hiring in academia. Now, on that note, I'd like to ask something that pertains specifically to your discipline. So is there something about educational leadership that made it an hospitable place for cluster hired black uh, faculty? So I don't think
0: it's the discipline specifically, um, but definitely the leadership. And so um, I talk a lot about our dean initiating the cluster hire, which is why we're all here. Um, But she didn't just recruit us and hire us without a plan for how to support us and to retain us. And so I think understanding um, how intentional she's been Mm -hmm. um, and that she... As, as a fellow black faculty member has had a particular experience and wanting to actively create a positive experience for us um, has been something that has helped to to foster community in
1: this way. Mm-hmm. And that is Dr. Robin L. Hughes, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So as the dean of SIUE School of Educational Leadership, um, it's clear in the documentary, she played a pivotal role Yes. Um, advocating for money Mm -hmm. that would go to this cluster hiring. Mm -hmm. Um, In what other ways has maybe generational mentorship um, and groundbreaking by black professors and academics and administrators who are kind of your seniors in this, Mm -hmm. how has that helped you all sort of set up for success?
0: Yeah, Um, I was actually talking to a senior colleague today and just thanking them for the example that they've set and kind of trailblazing. Um, I tell my colleagues across the field uh, I, have a, I have a very different experience than what I've read about black faculty life. Um, I'm not saying that it's easy, right? <laughs> but I'm grateful to be supported by intentional leaders, leaders who want to invest in my work, who see my promise, who want to see me successful Right. And, and believe in the thing that I had a thought of building so mm-hmm. when I came to SIUE, much like my colleague, Dr. J.T. Snipes. I believe that we could create something great there. Mm-hmm. Um, community is very important to me, right, because I don't get through this life alone. And so I was interested in building community with him since we were the only two black faculty in the department at the time when I joined. And, um, you know, we spend more time at work than we spend at home. And so community is, being able to build community has been very important. And so to be able to to be of like mind with my dean who also had a very similar vision, which I learned about as we were um, producing the film, that that this is possible and to actually see that come to pass and to be a part of it and to be a part of continuing to build that has been something really special.
1: Mm -hmm. So you and J.T. Snipes came in at about the same time. So he actually um,
0: started in 2018. So before I started, before our dean started, um,
1: he was there in the Department of Educational Leadership. So there was already something kind of started, not necessarily formally, but a, a foundation of of Black faculty before you came in?
0: Yes, yeah, so before I came in, he was um, the only Black faculty member in our department, but connected with the Black Faculty and Staff Association on campus to build community. Um, and then when I joined the department, there's you know two of us now, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're able to support each other um, in that way. And then Dr. Cherise Fine joined us, um, Dr. Derek Houston, Dr. Angel Jones came along, and so we were able to expand that community.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, With this cluster hiring, Mm -hmm. you're all coming in, and cluster hiring can be around shared identity or research interest. It looks like there's a little bit of both of those, Mm -hmm. but you all are black, Mm -hmm. and you identify as black, which is something, again, that Dr. Hughes um, is very careful to articulate in the documentary. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's expectation and pressure even right, that's associated with joining a group, that's centered around race or ethnicity. I've, I've had some experiences mm-hmm. with that. Um, and there's, there's also the reality that one or even two identity or value traits is not enough to sustain a community. Yeah. And that's something that Der, uh, Professor Derek Houston, mm. he speaks to as he describes how he understands the cluster hired sort of micro-community mm-hmm. as a model rather than an epitome. Mm-hmm. This is how we can create something. This is a model in which we can at least look at for guidance for what could be, not necessarily what has to be. Not everybody's going to want to hang out and do a bonfire. Not everybody's going to have a backyard as big as Candace's to do a bonfire. It's a willingness to give of yourself for others who are also trying to give of themselves to you. We all have to work collectively to love each other in a hard way. we praise each other, right? But we also, if we also critique each other, we're trying to push each other to be better versions of ourselves so that the community can move forward and doing what we want to do. Um, and what makes sense, I think, for those beyond this inner circle of five folks. Candace, in a word, what would you say that makes you feel about the future? Hopeful. Hopeful, yeah. Candice N. Hall is an assistant professor in educational leadership at Southern Illinois University Edwardsville and is the producer of Cluster Luck, a short documentary film about cluster hiring in academia.
0: This segment was produced by Maya Norfleet and Elaine Chao
1: with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Doerr.
0: Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group.